0: Welcome to the Amplify to 7 Figures podcast, where we look inside the mind of 7-figure entrepreneurs to see how they amplify their business and amplify their life. Let's welcome today's guest. Today's guest is the founder and CEO of CellPro CEO, a health agency rooted in functional medicine and trusted by celebrities, professional athletes, and CEOs. She's an expert in building multi thriving businesses online, and also it's led her to becoming a sought after business mentor for those building an online business. She's been featured in hundreds of places, including Forbes. Business Insider, Entrepreneur Magazine, Oxygen Magazine, Under Armour, USA Today, local and international television, and many more. Please give a welcome to today's guest, Maggie Berghoff.
1: Hi, I'm doing so great. How are you?
0: I am fantastic and super excited to dive in with you today. Um, We've got so much good stuff to cover. So, Listen, I know you've got this super elite health business helping people all over the world and, and then you built this massive company. So what would you say that's really, what's working really well right now in business? And maybe I can imagine the last 12 months you probably have to make a few pivots, right?
1: Yeah, we're always pivoting. So I, I think in business as an entrepreneur, if you're not pivoting throughout your career, you're, you're going to fall behind um, because time changes. Every year is different. Um, you know, depending on the marketing strategy or your clientele or your offering. So we're consistently pivoting. I don't think anything like recently has caused a huge shift in our company other than demand. So we have recently started doing coursework for the sole purpose of there's not enough me or even the people who like work with me to cover our, our clientele and also demand from the audience wanting more automated automated ways to, to, to view things, right? So we started seeing, for example, in our health business, we do high-end elite one-on-one consulting. Um, we work people all over the world. We do functional medicine lab tests. Everything is like no one size fits all. It's highly personalized and it's awesome. However, what we've noticed is that there are so many people, thousands, tens of thousands of people asking all of the time, especially on TikTok lately, which was a pivot, I guess. We're on TikTok now. And they're asking, they're like, how do I heal my gut? How can I heal my hormones? How do I balance this stuff? What non toxic products should I use? And they are not going to be a one-on-one client probably. Maybe they don't want to. They don't have the finances. They don't have the whatever. Um, But they definitely want help. And I have the ability to help them, right? All of this stuff is just sitting in my brain that I help my one-on-ones with. And so putting that into a course that then they could have, we've done the same with a book. We have a book coming out with Simon Schuster at the end of the year. So we have this whole book. It's already done. With the pre-versions, you can pre-order it. And it's like putting everything in my brain into a book and a course that everybody can benefit from um, because it would be silly just to help only my one-on-one clientele. So that's kind of a pivot that we've had, which is awesome. It feels so good to be able to help everybody and to be giving a different way of learning to the world.
0: Yeah. And I'm curious, talk to me about TikTok a little bit because uh, i'm i'm intrigued of you know what what are you doing on tiktok to really drive things forward it's a new platform still ish
1: oh my gosh we we love tiktok so much now that i even made a tiktok guide it's like an 18 page guide for my audience because i'm i'm a fan i'm sold i was really hesitant at first i thought tiktok was silly i don't want to do it it's like dancing it's not on brand for me my brand's pretty professional and so i judged it for sure. But then I got on it and I realized that year I have been on Instagram for years and like posting consistently and like all this kind of stuff. I got on TikTok and within days I had grown grown tens of thousands of ideal clientele engaging hundreds, thousands of people engaging into every post. And it's like a little five second video of my favorite coffee brand, right? Like my favorite non-toxic coffee brand. It's like This is so cool. So when I started to see that happening and the engagement just skyrocket and honestly made more progress than TikTok in a couple of days than I had in years worth of Instagram. And I'm still a huge Instagram fan. We built our entire companies on Instagram. That's where all of our clientele basically comes from still. However, TikTok is so much easier to grow organically, free, easy. It's kind of fun. It's something different. And so the strategy around that call is just you know, sharing real life stories, those all those posts always do the best Is sharing like a client testimonial or something I do in my life, or a part of my own personal story. And those and then answering people's questions. I mean, we could we could talk the whole time about TikTok, but it's pretty simplistic. Once you have a video that goes viral, talking about, you know, your journey, when your doctors told you you're infertile, now you have three babies. There's a lot of questions underneath there. And so just going through and answering those questions and helping support that audience, the more that you do that, the more TikTok shows it to more people who care about hormone health. And then it's like you've got so many people wanting your help on hormone health. And then that's when, of course, the backend strategy comes in place to help them and to sell your coursework and all that good stuff. I, I mean, I'm a huge fan.
0: That's, that, that's fantastic. And I think but like even when we were speaking earlier on, you know, you talk very much about simplicity. You know, like how do you just, you like, oh wait, you know, just it just works. It just just works. So do you do you do you look at things from a um and I say simplistic way? Do you look at things and just kind of break them down and go, hey, look, it's just a series of pieces.
1: Yes. And, and that, that is something that I know I'm always like, oh, it's, you know, it's so simple. It works. But there is strategy behind it. It takes hard work and some strategy. But for TikTok specifically, um, I look at the trends of what videos do well. So I know that the videos where I'm showing sharing my personal health journey do really, really well. And that's because people can connect with that. And so what we do strategically is we produce more of that, of course. And same with Instagram. We're analyzing what do people like on Instagram. Our people love lists. We could do like a 10 things to do this week or five things that I did before bed last night. Those posts do the best for sure. And so we're analyzing what's doing well and storytelling, storytelling by far does the best on TikTok and on Instagram. And then also just sharing insights into recommendations, I think. So people for our brand, at least, and you have to do it for your brand. And this takes time. It's about seeing what's landing with your audience. With our audience, they love to hear my recommendations. You know, like what... what everything. What water do you drink? What water bottle are you drinking out of? How much water do you drink? They want to know the recommendations and the details. They're nosy. They want to see the behind the scenes and um, giving them that information in a strategic way that lands to a back end sale Mm -hmm. is what you want to do. And it's because that's the purpose, right? Like this is our business. We want to help people and we provide our resources and services and sell them things that will help them. So you want to make sure that you're not just talking about TikTok about, you know, how cute your kid it was when he went to bed last night, because is that going to cause, help you to help people and lead to sales in your company? You want to t- strategically talk about milestones and stories and situations and recommendations that align with your offering, which ours is health and wellness or business and marketing.
0: Yeah, it's, I think we, we found something in one of our businesses in the past where we almost ended up in the friend zone. Right, it's a. You, oh yeah. You you know what I mean by that way? We just kind of like you can keep putting stuff out, and then they just like, "That's really nice. Well done." And yes, was anything.
1: I think that's um, really important and something that I'm always consciously, um, you know, looking at in my own business is I can land in the mom blogger zone very easily because I do have three children. I talk about my kids. I show them. So every time that I post, I'm, I'm not a mom blogger. I'm a functional medicine practitioner and a business consultant. And so when I'm posting... When I'm posting a photo of the children, because that does help my audience engage and trust and know, like the know, like, and trust factor, right? They love to see that behind the scenes. So I'm posting it, but I'm always strategically including content that ties it back to my offering. Maybe that's, oh my gosh, you know, we're random Tuesday at the lake. This is so fun. I'm so grateful. I set my business up to be virtual where I can see clients all around the world and create my own schedule, DM me if you'd like to create a business like this or like DM me if you want to be a health client I can see you from all around the world so I'm, I'm bringing it back to the offering always but tying in the personal piece so that I can create connection with my audience
0: it's it's super smart and anyone listening back to this like just listen back to that piece like don't don't brush over it because that that is the key because so many people say oh, I'm posting I'm posting I'm posting and don't don't link it back so so something that we want to dive into as well, Maggie, and I, I know you mentioned you've got a, a business branding in a marketing agency and you've helped over 600 new entrepreneurs build massive companies of their own. So ranging from what, six to seven figures and even multiple seven figures. So t- tell me, like, how how do you go and get like 600 people results of six figures plus?
1: So while we started out our business mentorship side of things with one-on-one, just like I did with health. So we always started with one-on-one where I would help somebody one-on-one to build, brand, market their business. That's pretty simplistic because I've got my hand on them, right? I'm, I'm doing weekly meetings. They can text me. They can email me. I'm sure to get them results. Now, as time goes, there's there's going to be a cap on your one-on-one clientele. So when we launched our course, that was a huge, huge X ex- um, acceleration in our business as well as the people who we could impact but it was having to make sure that the course was made in a way that would have someone going through it the give them the best chance of success ever so it was a lot of planning going into that course to make sure it was lined out in the right way all the details the homework making it so easy for someone to succeed and like that's what you have to think when you're creating a course is you know imagine your perfect client going through this course like how can you make it so easy that they're going to definitely succeed, like make it sure that they will succeed? Um, and then we also do masterminds. So we make sure that clients get results by offering one, like a hybrid one-on-one and group mentorship through a mastermind group. It stays real small and intimate, but that's how we've been able to scale while still provide amazing results. Cause that's the hard part when you're scaling as a company to still get your clients amazing results and really care about them because you don't know all 600 of them. I'm not there weekly on weekly meetings, making sure that they're showing up, they're doing the work that they don't have, you know, fears or limiting beliefs, keeping them back. I'm not there every week, every day, like you are with a one-on-one client. So making sure you put those systems in place to, uh, to make sure that they're being taken care of. And we do that in a mastermind model is our best. Like we love that model where it's a small group, but we also do that through automation. We send them a weekly progress tracker, that they fill out to you know ask, hey, what were your biggest wins this week? What do you need more support with? Do you need a call with our team? Click here to schedule a call. So we're making sure that we're keeping up with them in an automated but still personal way.
0: It's it's, it's interesting. It sounds like you know you have a lot a lot going on, and, and you also mentioned earlier as well you, you're a mom of three, and I think international speaker and and an author. Like, how do you balance all that?
1: Well. Um, that question always kind of stalls me. It's not, I'm definitely not doing it perfect by any means. What I do is I just make sure that in the zone I'm in, I'm giving it my all. Mm-hmm. So I'm a better mom, a better business owner, a better wife, a better human. When I'm taking care of my, like myself, my cup is filled in all those different buckets. Mm-hmm. So when I'm working, like I'm on here with Paul, Paul with you, I'm not thinking about my children and what they're doing and are they safe? I'm thinking hundred percent. How can I provide value to your audience and the people listening right now? And this likewise, when I'm hanging out with my kids, the best I can, I'm focused on my children and and their laughter and playing with them and helping them to learn and grow. And in that moment, the worst thing I ever did was at the beginning of my entrepreneurship um, career was try to do motherhood and business simultaneously I would be like working on my computer answering emails while my child was playing on the ground and kind of like, I always say, I don't like to cast, but like, I would say I was half-assing both. Right. I was like doing both at the same time. I wasn't doing either what really well. So when I put systems and and people in place to make sure that I could be fully zoned in on my few hours a day when I'm actually working and then fully zoned in as a mother, when I'm in my mother, like mother role, that's the best way that I have found to, keep myself happy, organized, um, reduce stress and be a better version of myself in each of those roles.
0: It's it's interesting. You say that, I mean, I don't know if you're familiar with Parkinson's law of like you fill the time allotted. So like, you know, if you give yourself five hours, you'll fill five hours. So you mentioned, you know, you're present wherever you are. are. Are you, are you working like eight, nine hours a day or are you working less than that right now? Or more. Way
1: way less than that. So I actually sometimes I'm like, I can't, sometimes I wish I just went to the office and had a full 10 hour or like nine hour day to work. I don't. And but that's what I actually want. My value, like my business is built around my values, which at the end of the day, my number one value is family. And so what we do in the morning is, you know, we wake up, we get the kids breakfast, we hang out with them. I'm not rushing off to the office or anything. We take the kids to school. Um, so, so they are at the house during the daytime, get home. We don't schedule, I don't schedule anything until 11 o'clock typically. So 11 o'clock to three o'clock are like my zoned in working hours because then at three o'clock, I go pick up the kids from school and we hang out as family the best that we can. So I'm super zoned in from 11 to three. Those are like my zoned in working hours. And then depending on what's going on in the business, Sometimes I'm working even like in the evening when the kids go to bed, I'm catching up on a few things during a lot let's say, like we're launching something huge and I'm behind and we, I have to answer some team member stuff to get projects moving forward. I'll do that when they go to bed. But my big zoned in like hours are usually 11 to three during the day.
0: Wow. That's yeah. It's it's, it's really powerful to know that you can run right that. So, and and you've got multiple businesses going on as well. So it's, it's powerful to put that together. Do you think, your own personal health you know obviously being in the health space do you think controlling your own personal health has been key to that
1: oh my gosh without a doubt there's no way I could do what I do if I was waking up every day groggy unmotivated bloated anxious like broken out on my skin and just like feeling uncomfortable there's no way um so when I wake up and that's why I care so much about my health and wellness and why I help people care about their health and wellness because when you wake up and you're you know vibrant and energetic and you're excited about the day and you're motivated even mentally when you're eating crappy food and you're you're not you know having a healthy lifestyle mentally you're you're unmotivated you're dragging you're more anxious you're more irritable you're more stressed out so even like my mental ability and my ability to think and my clarity right is so much sharper when i'm prioritizing my health it's the absolute number one like non-negotiable is for me, nutrition is one of the biggest things when I nourish my body. And I, what I say, eat to treat. So I have an eat to treat method. Like when I use the eat to treat method, I feel on fire. And I know that when I stray from that for too long, right? One day here and there, not a big deal. One meal, not a big deal, but when it's consistent then I don't feel like myself anymore. I don't want to show up. I'm unmotivated to do new projects. I'm not a good leader for my team. I'm not a good mother. I'm not a good me. And it's 100% like the actual, I think most important thing for business owners is to take care of your own health.
0: Yeah, this it's very, very, very important. I, I mean, my my wife uh, was really excited for you to be on the show because she, she's got uh, MS. So mm-hmm. um, I noticed obviously your book's coming out soon which is all about um, eat right for your inflammation. So is that, is that for, for everyone? Is that for people who have got chronic illness or is it like it's something across the board that everyone really needs?
1: It's actually across the board everybody really needs, but it's focused mostly on um, these certain inflammation types. So for your wife, like autoimmune disease, one hundred percent. If you're struggling with inflammation, autoimmune disease, thyroid conditions, hormone imbalance, chronic pain, you you got to get the book. It's actually geared more toward people with nagging symptoms and chronic disease than high performance. Which my my actual one on one consulting clients, a lot of them are high performance clients. But this book is geared toward really, really reversing and reducing symptoms that you're having from chronic diseases and hopefully completely, completely eliminating them. We've had clients that that has happened to where they've had an autoimmune disease they come to us with, and then they don't have it anymore. Like they go back to their doctor and they draw the labs and all their labs are normal and they feel amazing. So it's possible through all the strategies in here. But also the book, the whole last part of the book, actually parts, um, yeah, part three of the book is all healthy living lifestyle stuff, which is what I personally, so I don't personally struggle with autoimmune disease anymore. I used to, but I don't struggle with that kind of stuff anymore. So part three is for me and for people who just want to uh, like, just to rebalance their body, increase energy, boost your immune system, have this healthy, sustainable lifestyle set up so that you can stay healthy.
0: We, yeah we we have a philosophy that said like uh her getting ms is actually one of the best things that ever happened because it made us appreciate everything in life and realizing you know what was that that there's that the life is precious um so i'm I'm intrigued by you know your your journey in that respect is is the fact that you said you had an autoimmune disease and and also uh you struggled initially to, to have kids and told that you're infertile like the, the 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 combination of those things has that really shaped the direction of your career and where, you, where you've gone
1: oh i would never ever have gone into functional medicine probably or started my own company if it hadn't been for my health decline that's actually how i found functional medicine was when my doctors didn't know what was going on with me and basically just told me I'd be on medications for the rest of my life. There's nothing they could do. I have this rare disease and this autoimmune thing and like I'm just gonna have to live with it. And I went to specialist after specialist after specialist and they all told me those same things. And so there was one day I was bawling my eyes out in my car and I was just like feeling so hopeless, right? And in that moment, I decided that nobody cares enough about me than me and I'm gonna fix myself. And that's when I started to dive into what's called functional medicine. I went back to school. I got certified into functional medicine. And after that, I did not feel aligned with going back to work. I'm by trade. I'm a nurse practitioner. I did not feel aligned with going back to work for the hospital, giving just prescription medication, seeing people for five minute visits, 40 people a day. Like ah, that was not me anymore. I wanted to help people to find the root cause of what was going on in their body and give them hope and fix it. And so that I if I hadn't experienced that health crash, I definitely would not have been where I am right now. And now I mean God, my gosh, we have a huge book coming out. I'm gonna help so many people in this way. And so, like you and your wife, I always say, you know, it it really was a horrible time. It was a really hard time in my life, but I'm grateful that it happened. It needed to happen to lead me to this new path.
0: Yeah. And that's something anyone listening, you know, really really take take on board uh, did you get a lot of I'm curious whether you got a lot of pushback right when you started saying hey this is I don't know if you like position it as hey this is one of the the, the greatest things that happened towards or like we're grateful for it and stuff like that but I noticed those kind of communities there is a lot of like maybe victim mentality um yes. have you ever noticed that
1: Yes, and and um, I would say especially like with your wife's um, MS, yeah. um, there's a lot of a lot of that going on. I think the I didn't get too much pushback because what I was doing was sharing my story, and yeah. no one can no one can negate that. This is my story. This is what happened, um, and I was not sharing it in a pushy way. Like oh, you you have Hashimoto's, like you you should be reversing it. I was sharing it like this is what happened to me, and and I found this new way and. know i would love to help you with this as well so i actually did not experience that in such a huge way i would say the biggest thing that i've experienced along the way is just a few times actually i'm so grateful just a few times traditional medical doctors being like that's not right or that's not true but again yes it is like this is my story you can't take that away from me this is what happened and so um I mean, honestly, just a few times it's happened over the years and, you know, those kind of comments sting and they can keep you stalled, but you have to consistently remember if you are getting trolled or if you're like feeling like the lone wolf and everybody's judging you, you just have to remember why you're doing what you're doing. To me, it was to help all these other people who are stuck in a traditional medical model thinking that they're going to be sick for the rest of their lives when that's not the reality for many, many people. So I knew that I had an obligation to get out there to help these people, to decrease their stress, help them live a healthier life, reverse their symptoms. And those couple people that were mad about it or judged me about it or made fun or like would troll on comments, those are not the priority to me.
0: Yeah, I love that. I love that philosophy. Now, a question as well, Maggie, that we ask everyone who comes on the show is, what do you want to be remembered for when you die?
1: Oh gosh, I would say kindness. Um, just somebody who's kind and brings light to the room.
0: That's simple, effective. I love it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, what is one quick win that people can use to amplify their business or their life today?
1: Man, I have so many business strategies up my sleeves, but I would say the number one thing is your health. Your health. If you're stressed and you're staying up till the wee hours of the morning and then grinding every day, like take some time time for yourself give yourself grace take a break rest is productive remember that fill up your cup and prioritize your health and you will go much much further
0: yeah I think it was uh Gandhi said um you know they, they asked him oh Gandhi there's a war on you won't have time to meditate today and he was like oh yeah that means I need to meditate for two hours today
1: yeah <laughs> so yeah
0: taking away that stress part is really important and What seven-figure entrepreneur would you nominate to be on the show next?
1: Oh, man. I have liked, I've loved Jasmine Starr ever since I first got into entrepreneurship. And I think she'd be really helpful for your audience around strategy with social media
0: fantastic. Yes, I've definitely heard heard of Jasmine. And Maggie, listen, it's been amazing having you on the show and, and you sharing your story and also a ton of strategies. So I think anyone listening to this want to listen back and, and, and just write all those down. They're going to be running out of uh, pen and paper. So where can people find out more about you, the book and what you do?
1: It My name is my website. And that's our hub where we keep all of our services about us, offerings, all of that good stuff
0: and can they order the book off what's the uh, so we've got a direct link for that as well of slash uh, book slash pre-order if you want to and go you
1: can pre-order. order the book anywhere i mean you can type it into amazon social on and i'm on instagram so maggie underscore berghoff is where i am on instagram if you ever need a link to anything happy to connect
0: fantastic been amazing having you on the show, Maggie. You have been listening to the Amplify to Seven Figures podcast with me, Paul Ace, and my amazing guest, Maggie Berghoff. Remember, amplify your business and amplify your life. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Amplify to Seven Figures podcast. To access the show notes, episodes, and this month's giveaway, head over to ww.amplify to seven figures. Remember, amplify your business, amplify Amplify your life. life.